official. Halloween was a success, triumphant success. If that, yesterday I noticed a lot of people uh, complaining on the social media that uh, Halloween on a Monday is weird. It's boring. It's dumb. No, 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 no. Having Halloween on Monday is the perfect place to have Halloween. Why, you ask? <clears throat> it's because Halloween starts on Thursday when it's on a Monday. If it's on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it ends the day of the weekend. But no, Monday means we have Thursday night. We have Friday night. Saturday is the big grand Halloween party. You've got Sunday to do Halloween things. And then, of course, Monday, Halloween itself might not be as fun for the kids having to go to school. But it's not about them. It's about me. And I'm saying Halloween absolute success. First and foremost, trick or treating went surprisingly well at my house. It has been up and down throughout the years. First year, I really invested in trick-or-treating, ran out of candy in 20 minutes. Second year, bought too much candy, had it for a year. Third year, ran out really fast, had to come to the radio station and steal candy from Rose at the front desk. And then this year, perfect amount of candy. Had an early rush, realized my yard was too spooky and creepy, had a little clapping monkey, you know, the little wind-up simple things. Uh, Turned that off, turned the porch lights up a little bit more, had kids come by, gave them candy, realized I had way too much, that's okay. Boom, then a rush, a second wave, like waiting tables. You have the last-minute older kids, whatever, even. I had parents come and trick-or-treat. That was very weird, a listener came and trick-or-treated at my house. Made me very uncomfortable. I just hid my face and didn't use my CJ radio voice. Point being, ran out of all the candy except for the small amount of good stuff I kept behind. Uh, The Reese's Pieces, the peanut butter cups, a couple of uh, Twixes and Snickers. So I got just enough good candy, but not to eat too much. So that went well. And then how did Halloween night end? With some movies and a thunderstorm! Lightning! Perfect Halloween. I cannot be happier with the results of this weekend and last night. However, some of us on this show, especially the queen of Halloween, I guess has a different opinion. Very bizarre, but we'll catch up on that when we do a recap with Emily a little later on. Plus, Matt and I are going to settle our sports bet, and one of the tiebreakers was who did better in the company Halloween costume contest. I think it's going to be me. Matt thinks it's going to be him. Spencer, the neutral arbiter, always takes Matt's side. It's not fair because they used to do Coyote together. They think they're best friends and stuff like that, but they're not. It's my show. It's my Spencer, and I'm the winner. Or am I? We'll find out that and more coming up on the C.J. Morgan Show. It's America's Sport. Today in history, the first ever NBA game was played. That's right. I'm yeah. calling the NBA the National Basketball Association Sweet, America's man. Sport. Woo. Back in 1946, the New York Knickerbockers beat the Toronto Huskies. I guess having a Canadian team in the NBA doesn't count. Oh, whatever. Uh, the first ever NBA game, 68-66. to 66, The Knicks led by Danny Gokleb. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, Leo Godieb. Something like that. Sure. It's good enough Goche, for me. Goche, the guy from the band, uh, scored 14 points in the game uh, before 7,000 fans at Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto. Uh, basketball took off after that. It started as several different associations, eventually having uh, 11 franchises, two of which still exist to this day. The Boston Celtics and the New York Knicks. 
Uh, the Knicks, of course, being one of the most popular teams, being centered in uh, New York City. And on this day, NBA became a popular thing. Now, wow, they had man. multiple different leagues. There was integration. There was a lot of steps it had to take. But today, in my opinion, it's uh, one of the most exciting and popular sports in America. Yeah, absolutely. Fun to watch. The action's nonstop. Also, I mean, the players, the drama that goes with players and the switching and the teaming up and the moving from here and there, you don't see that as much in baseball, in hockey, in football, uh, whereas it's constant drama in the NBA. Plus, I like it when the ball goes bounce. It bounces. It bounces. That's the greatest thing. That's cool, man. Uh, and if it weren't for the NBA, we wouldn't have had one of the greatest moments in sports history. Let me transport you all the <gasps> way back to 2011, a time when I cried. Oh, you did? This is one of three times I've cried at sports. Oh. 2014. That's and, an astonishingly low number for you. I'm surprised. Well, crying in happiness. I've cried out of oh. anger and sadness, but this... Crying for happiness, one of the greatest moments in sports history, happened in the NBA. And the Heat will not foul. Sean Marion dribbles it out. And a celebration will begin. The Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. The first title in franchise history. Dallas Mavericks winning the NBA championship. One of my favorite sports, Luka Doncic, my favorite player currently. My all-time favorite player, Dirk Nowitzki. So there you go. Uh, Today is the day we celebrate the beginning of the humble NBA. Go Mavs, go. Don't get rid of your CDs. And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. It's Social Cues. If we talk about something trending on the internet, it's on the radio. It's what it's all about. And don't worry, I won't. I still have my original case from... Uh, probably high school and, and early junior college. Where like a big ass book. Big ass book, and what yeah. I would do is you would have the uh, you would have the album cover behind it, yep. and then put the CD in front, and it was organized by your favorite bands up front and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still have that. Still got it going. And I still got a few. All ah. my all my burned uh, CD mixes at the back. That's in uh, that's in my bin of like old CJ stuff in the shed that I that moved you'll never with. get rid of. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll it's see. Be good for the collapse of society. You just gotta find a. Uh, you know, one of your little uh, CD players. A, a Walkman that you can plug yeah. into a tape yeah, deck. Yeah, they won't be streaming anymore. You just got to find batteries. No, exactly. And and that's that's uh, what's kind of become the debate on the internet right now. There is a viral tip, TikTok going around from Hayden Begley. Um, basically, she just, her mom, ha- okay, it's showing their kitchen table, and her mom has the collection of family CDs out on the kitchen table. And this kid is trying to convince the mom that she's stupid for keeping these. No. Yeah. I mean, and here's right. here's what she says to all of this. This is my family's connection of CDs. And what I'm trying to help them to understand. I don't care. I'm keeping the CDs. I got rid of my albums and they came back. I am not letting this I'm not doing this again. Okay, but here's the thing, is that if you like a song on here, I could play it faster than you'd be able to open this. No, because I don't remember the songs that I like. I like seeing them and go, oh, I like Oingo Boingo. I like Anita Baker. I want to hear her. I won't remember that she's even alive. Okay, solid yeah. logic because right now yeah. tape cassettes are in. Yes. There are bands that record on yeah. tape cassettes, which are the 
Notoriously frustrating. And plus, when is a stupid kid ever convinced an adult of something? You're no. dumb. You're young. You don't know anything yet. You don't know. <laughs> and, <laughs> Sorry and to be that critical, but like, come on. I think the person that posted this is obviously even younger than I am. But I remember back in back in my day, I remember going to Barnes and Noble and being walking around Barnes and Noble, picking out a CD, and then you would scan the back of the CD and you'd go and put on the headphones so that you could do a little test run. Yeah, and you could listen to the first couple of songs, and that was the most exciting part of my day. And here's here's something streaming uh, services don't have: they don't have the little booklet with some art in it and some liner notes. They would put the lyrics. Yeah, Yeah. that was the the coolest part about the band's photo shoot. Or Mm -hmm. uh, also, what they didn't have was the hidden track. Yeah. At the very end, there are a what? lot of artists, uh, especially in the alternative grunge era, had a hidden track yeah, to where was, number thirteen was... played, and then you couldn't skip to the next track. But there would be like twelve minutes of silence, and then suddenly, the hidden track. Yeah. Sometimes it was two hidden tracks, and sometimes you'd find it just because you left it on and you were like yep. doing stuff, or maybe you're stoned. But or then something. we all, <laughs> like, what's this? Oh man, whoa! whoa then we all learned song. that you could flip over the CD and kind of shine it in the light, and you could see the difference of the laser etched versus <gasps> the uh, oh. the the blank spot, and then you could see if it was laser etched at the very end. Like that this that one's got was a secret. That was where what? a secret song was. So that was also a really cool thing. I had no idea that about there were hidden that. tracks. No, yes, I've never heard rolled. of that. Before. It was kind of cool. That's so sweet. I, I still have, uh, I have a 2011 Toyota Corolla that still has a CD player, mm. and I love that <laughs> thing. My, my car, the next year, they got rid of the CD player. Oh, yeah, I, I, still, I, have still, one. I still got one. Awesome. I do too, but yeah. I, I definitely, the next car that I'm going to get, it's still going to have to have a CD player, because I have a giant collection of CDs in yeah. the little hard case booklet thing, yeah. and it's my favorite whenever people will come and sit in my car, and they'll be like, oh, what's this? And they'll look there, they're like, CDs? Wow! I remember taking my booklet into stores with me or into class because I didn't want someone breaking into my car and, and taking my it. CDs. Yeah, they don't care well, anymore. Think, well, comp, like, a comp, like all those that collection is like hundreds of dollars eventually because yes, yeah. it's like Music. tons yeah. of CDs. So, so, so that's this, your life. This kid is crazy, right? We can all agree that they're bit. crazy for, for like, telling yeah, their mom keep, to get rid of it. CDs. Look. I will say, recently, I got rid of all my DVDs. No! Blu-rays, and uh, I got rid of all my video games that were after PS4. I put them in the kitchen table in the break room here, got rid of them. I I figured that's who did that. I I kept things like I have the Lord of the Rings extended edition trilogy. I have the Harry Potter set. You keep all your favorites. uh, Yeah, yeah. I kept, uh, so my fiance and I have like, I kept all of the box sets of stuff we really like, because sometimes when you move, you don't have cable set up, and you just have to play on your computer. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, CDs. I'm I'm gonna keep mine. I don't Same. listen to them, but I, they're they're organized. They're in my notebook. I like looking at them. And I like touching them. I <laughs> love going back and listening. I used to do monthly mixes of new music, and I would yeah. burn CDs. And sometimes maybe I'll go back and listen to that if it'll work. Oh yeah, yeah. CD, man, such a weird CDs time. CDs are amazing. Back in the day. Uh, you remember how you might have friends that would have a disc changer in their trunk, like yes. rich friends, yes. with like a 20 disc changer, and you'd have to find it, whereas I had a tape deck in my truck, so I had to have the converter where you have the tape yeah. deck. Yeah, you yeah, plug into the Walkman, yeah. and you have to have, to have, have the skip protection, you have to hold it very still. Ah, memories. Mm. Now, not even a CD player on my laptop. Oh. Bummer. Oh, ouch. Hey, what do your kids want from you after you're dead? Matt Bearden's here for the parent pickup, and we're 
continuing with the Halloween theme well, the day after? Well, it's All after? Souls Day, right? It's the day that the souls are supposed to rise from the dead and wander amongst us, uh, depending Whoa. on your religion or what you believe, right? And I was uh, thinking about it. What do you leave behind for your kids? In our culture, so much of what's talked about is this idea idea of inheritance, right? Which is going to be cash and 401ks and stocks if you can afford to do it. But Gold bars buried in the yard. Yeah, I was looking at this article and I was like, make sure that you leave an annuity to your children or a life insurance policy. And I thought, I mean, I get that point. We all like cash, but... Maybe I'm a little too nostalgic. I thought, I want to leave something more lasting and important to my kids. And Your bones? Oh, I would le- if one of my kids wanted to keep my skull, that'd be that'd rad. Be tight. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Put yeah. that on the they're mantle. They're expensive, too. Skulls? Yeah. Human ones, real ones. Not with these teeth, they're not. <laughs> uh, recipes. I thought this was very interesting. In fact, I even read an article about a woman who's now doing a whole project. There are people, apparently, over the last two, three hundred years in this country who, ki- who left... Recipes. Yeah, my mom has epitaph- one no, from great on their headstone. Even on their headstone, they carved what? in a recipe. Um, but my grandmother For looked Ligma? behind her. Yeah, <laughs> oh, come on, man. Uh, my oh, now you confuse me. That's yeah, a good exactly one. for both. Yeah. Uh, my grandmother left behind a book of handwritten recipes. It's kind of nice. Now I'm going to be honest with you. I can't read half of them because of her chicken scratch. And also, <laughs> yeah. old cursive. We yeah. also oh, don't call things the same thing anymore. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, what the hell is rocket? Why am I going to put rocket in something, right? Uh, I think it's just something that it's like dandelion or something that grows out of the ground. But also, family photos. Good family photos, too. Or fun family photos. Things that have good memories. I, it drives me crazy because my wife makes us dress up like once a year, the whole family. <laughs> and nobody wants to do it. And it's always too hot. And it's always in the middle of something like, I don't know. Well, you two play off games, something like yeah. that, right? And she's like, "A photographer's going to come over and take our picture." And I'm like, it, "There's literally four thousand mosquitoes outside." Yeah, I don't. But the nice thing that my wife has actually done is she's leaving this series of photos behind for my kids, where they can kind of make a flip book and look at our family developing over a period, really before they were born, even. And it's kind of a really nice thing. Yeah, yeah. I wish it was cheaper. Uh, furniture. And when I say furniture, I don't mean the Ikea. Lazy Boy sofa. Mm. I don't mean the Ikea. Mm. But, like, I have an old, rickety wooden chair that belonged to my father's father when he was, like, six or seven years old, okay? It's not very practical. You can't really put any weight on it. Mm, it's but, more like a decoration for the corner in a room. Right, or, but it yeah. is kind of this nice thing that I had that's, that's kind cool. of gone down, and I like the idea of it taking it well enough care of it that it goes to one of my kids if, if they choose to have it or whatever. So I guess that makes there's, sense. There's this idea. Yeah, of, we've got like an old credenza that's from yeah. grandparents, a boat from the 1930s, and I'm going to get all this garbage. Also great kindling for the apocalypse, it, just in case sure, you survive true, out there. True, it would be nice for them to have something to warm the house with <laughs> the next Next time the electricity goes off during a big freeze in Texas, right? Uh, I've also seen some other su- suggestions, things like vinyl records. Um, I'm sorry. This moment that vinyl's having is really fantastic. I love it, but your kids who are raised on TikTok are not going to care about vinyl records, I don't think. Probably not. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this little thing that sounds kind of nice, but I can guarantee your kid in the car right now is thinking, no, no, no. Don't listen to this dude, Mom. I want cash. Cash. Cash money. Cash. Yeah. And take it out before you die. That way the government doesn't get that piece mm, of the inheritance annuity. tax. The face. Wait. The mustache. The Boston. CJ Morgan.
It's that time of the week where we settle the sports bet. Matt Bearden's here because we've had a very interesting run of sports. Undefeated, Matt is. 5-0. and Last week lost two points on the punishment plinko. Ah, uh, yes. Very unfortunate there. But uh, now we are here with a brand new week. Two tiebreakers still to be settled. One of them involving a... Paper football field goal kicking contest. I'm almost healthy enough for that. I want to see that. I can't wait to watch. The other one was settled yesterday in our company's Halloween costume contest where I thought Matt just showing up would win because everyone would be excited Matt was there. However, the dingus covered his dang face. People didn't know it was Matt. They just thought he was a scary guy with an axe. Did you just run and grab stuff out of your shed and yeah, throw together you, your wood shop. Uh, I talked at the, we've been talking about this, uh, you know, costume contest for a while. In my mind, it was at noon. I thought it was a lunchtime thing. Wait, which oh, also yeah. makes sense to me. I don't know why they would do it so they early. They decided to do it at 11 o'clock. Well, I don't even, I'm not even off air my other show till 1030. So I ran home and I literally grabbed everything out of my garage and I quickly festooned a costume. And, um, and I'm very excited uh, because I, uh, I won. You did win. You yeah. did absolutely. Um, Scariest costume. Let's uh, let's look here at our actual our Halloween costume contest. Uh, the four winners are funniest was Ginny. Yep. She uh, dressed up as Twister and uh, <laughs> not the movie, but the, the game. The game. So <laughs> she has blue, yellow, green, and Spencer, and I both touched her boobs. No. You didn't? No. Oh. She didn't yeah, ask me yes. to. That's why I need to go I talk to HR. I don't think she asked uh, anybody, and I just think yeah. that that was kind of a cool, uncool thing. You brought your own little spinner, the Twister spinner. I think you I knew did, about this I did, and it just had the colors which were on her boobs, <laughs> green, her taters. Green and yellow or whatever. The cutest was Jennifer, who was a bumblebee from our office. Congratulations, Jennifer. Um, the scariest costume. Uh-oh. Matt Bearden. Uh, good job. Like you did that. You have a real axe. You have a uh, an apron for woodworking. You've got your boots, a ripped T-shirt covered in blood. And then it looks like you took a cardboard box and made a spooky face. Yeah. That's what I did. You've and got red blood under it. So on top of it, demeanor. It's all about the demeanor at that point, too. Looked very free. Is that a nail gun or a heat gun you have? That scared a lot of people. I yeah. felt really good about you it. You looked very freaky. They stopped um, him at the front. At so the, there we go. Uh, Matt, uh, currently the highest ranking with the scariest. But let me scroll through the email from HR, CJ come see us, and then, oh, here it is. Uh, however, the overall contest winner, number one, CJ, Isaac, and Spencer um, as uh, the uh, the different various characters from right. House of the Dragons. Just, yeah. I was Damon Targaryen. Isaac was uh, his nephew, Aemon Targaryen, and Spencer, of course, as my effeminate dragon, saving the scene. So. You, were on, you were fantastic. I also don't understand why you would handicap yourself that way. You only get a third of that, which then comes in lower than my full costume win. Oh, mm. no, no, not true. No, um, it is 100% true. Mm. You won a third of your prize, which is worth less than one whole Win. No, no, I'm the winner. Um, no, it, the, the, I've learned a thing about you, which is that you get to change the rules as you see fit. Like, oh, you just come in and you're like, oh, we're going to do a thing now where we drop Plinko chips yeah. and find out if you lose or win wins, mm. which is ridiculous. And I'm going to let you know that I am letting you know that I'm letting you know I took basically a lower prize, but I took the entirety of that prize, which is worth more than one third uh, not true. One hundred percent true. Um, you that is mathematically a, correct, by the way, as the arbiter here. Well, but, I was uh, just reading um, on the email here. So Jenny gets ten percent. 
Uh, Jennifer gets 10%. Matt Iscarius gets 15%. Uh, and then 5% goes back to the people for just being there. Big round of applause for that. But oh, yeah. uh, 75% goes to overall. So that's 25% CJ, 25% Isaac, 25% Spencer, meaning I get 25%. Matt only has 15%, so I still come mm, in higher. Sorry, and, that's not the way it's going to work. And I provided the costumes for Isaac and Spencer, so I, I get really some of their it was percentage. Nice. Those are some of the nicest so, store-bought costumes I've seen in a long time. Store-bought was from a medieval shop? Are you kidding me? Not, oh, yeah, you went back in time Real to a medieval, medieval shop. armor and swords. So, uh, yeah, also it's not called Just Matt and CJ anymore. It's just CJ. Mm. So there we mm. go. CJ gets his first win of the week. But who wins this week? We'll find out after this. Sports bet. We're back. CJ and Matt, three wow. and one on the year. Wow. I'm one and three. Going to be very interesting coming down the stretch to see who has to buy that big fancy dinner for the other one. But first, technically, it's uh, I this had week's five sport. wins, but he had this weird thing that he did to me. Mm-hmm. Still one tiebreaker, too. Mm-hmm. And then he's uh, lying about winning. He, uh, oh, I won the costume contest because I got half of the building to join into the contest. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm more than willing to repeal my. I was, I, was, I was more than happy to recuse myself from that. No, right. I, why don't you, know you give mean? me your 25%? I will. Uh, okay. You can't because I took it away because I, I provided Spencer's entire costume and I, I had theme music and you didn't. So well, yeah, that is a factor. And mm. I, we had a sword mm. fight. Not of a costume contest. Just in the bathroom. That's where the sword fight happened. Oh. <laughs> we, we got a little. <laughs> you know those Targaryens are. <laughs> well, this week uh, we're going to determine who gets another point on the board, and then Friday we'll drop some punishment plinko, old school style, and someone will get punished. Matt Bearden's picks for this week: Phillies versus Astros. Astros down one coming in back at home before. Did you know they do a 2-3-3 in the World Series? I did not know that. And in fact, the last time I watched, I mean, if you would ask me beforehand, I there's no way. I don't know when that changed. That I don't is, either. It has not always been 2-3-3. They did it in the NBA and the NBA was like, oh, this is terrible because what it does is gives all the momentum to the lower seated team that shouldn't have home field but advantage. that's why they're doing that. But, if, but so the Phillies have three at home. The Astros could not even make it, possibly not even make it back home. Uh, the, the Phillies could win the World Series in Philadelphia right now. That's dumb, I think. But you picked the Astros to win. They did win. Uh, currently tied one to one. Point Matt. Austin FC taking on LAFC. Matt got a point for picking LAFC. Well, that I did not LAFC. even look competitive. I know I did. I didn't want to. I want. I mean, and I will tell you that I was rooting the entire match for Austin FC. Yep, they were flat out. Nobody could have competed with. They were with flat. L- LA showed up. It at times it seemed. My other broadcaster and Bob Fonseca was saying at time it felt he was just like, oh wait, are, do they have thirty guys on the pitch? Where is everybody coming from? They, they were, were insane. winning every ball. Every ball. Um, they were. FC was not passing well at all. Every wow. time they tried to dribble, there were two defenders on him. Even they even kept their forwards all the way back or all the way to the front to, to behind our back line to harass the keeper. I know. I will say this: I was still really stoked with that whole season, and a big congratulations to the entire Austin FC squad, management, marketing. It was the whole exciting. Thing. It's been great. Even though I'm going to say, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, we're playing with house money. No matter what, this is good that we did this. But listen, you're not guaranteed to get back into the Western Conference Finals. Make no. the most of it, and they did not. This is uh, one of the worst matches I've seen him play all year, but you know what? 
LAFC, it's their time. Congratulations. Blah, blah, blah. Speaking uh, of playing with house money, they're playing with a lot of it. So Matt's up 2-0. We have three more games. Knicks, New York Knicks taking on Cleveland. Didn't even bother looking that up because Matt picked the Ravens to beat Tampa Bay. They did. Matt said Emily's going to beat Jason in fantasy football. He is smashing her like 175 to 40. You probably shouldn't say that that way. Matt, he, yeah. Oh, he just fell on top of her. That's called smushing. <laughs> you can't really make fat jokes because Jason's not fat anymore. He looks great, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I know, but I feel like that's cruel for him to take that away from us. It's not fair. <laughs> now I'm the fat one on no, 101X. But that's the other thing is how much have you dropped as of late? Yeah, man. You're looking good. Thank you very much. I, I no double chin anymore. Triple chin. I was a bit of a That's why I'm scared to shave. A bit of a <laughs> uh, Matt wins this week four to one. He improves his record to four to four and one. And we'll be back uh, later on with some punishment plinko. If you have any punishment ideas, we need some. Getting boring. At the CJ Morgan. My favorite month. My favorite holiday is over. Let's recap our Halloweens. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to to say that that I'm a nerd. Sure, dressing up when you're an adult is nerdy. Decorating your yard, not as much, but we all, I think, love Halloween. Mm October is my favorite month for so many different reasons. Now it's over. Let's recap our Halloweens. Sure. Spencer. Okay. Uh, what? What did you dress up as? <laughs> uh, initially Friday night for our cinema spectacular, I dressed in all black and I wore my nice Air Jordans that I had got as a he gift. He had a very nice pair of shoes on, looking uh, cute. And I claimed that I went as a confident version of myself. Aww. But in reality, uh, I'm just going as the protagonist from any horror film. I'm here around a bunch of scary monsters. And I'm just a normal person. <laughs> so that, that was my whole. That's a funny whole, way to say that I didn't dress up. Yeah, I know. That's, that's my whole stick the whole but weekend. You're also the unassuming one that they might think is actually doing it, but True. you're not. You're actually the hero. True. So now, there you go. Friday night, we had fun. We've already sort of recapped the cinema thing, CJ and I. But uh, mm-hmm. Saturday night, I just went to a friend's party and we all got pretty lit. Yeah, lots of costumes. Yeah, um, lit, I, lit. I didn't wear mine, but I wore my cool, colorful shoes, too. You didn't wear a costume to that one, either? Did not. Didn't feel like it. I didn't really care. Okay. It wasn't required. It wasn't necessarily a costume party, sure. but people were dressing up, and I was like, eh, I didn't, I didn't plan for a Halloween costume this well, year. It's just something I didn't care enough about. Um, but I will it was say a lot of fun, man. The confident version of Spencer was out. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. uh, we had a lot of he fun was. Friday where I went as a fat Thor. That's right. <laughs> Half <laughs> the people didn't get it. Well, you Half the, the people that did were like, hell yeah. You needed the axe with you the entire time. And you kept setting it down, obviously. It's a sharp axe. It's a real weapon. It was real? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I brought one dull. of my medieval axes. <laughs> Why? No, yeah. it is not dull. It is very sharp. Uh, that axe will cut you. Ugh. I will have to clean and sharpen it, though, because people kept touching it. Yeah. Uh, so we did Fat <laughs> Thor, and then the next day I had another event with uh, where basically people kept saying, like, oh, you're Jay Maskus from uh, Dinosaur Jr., Jay Maskus in the Fog. And I was like, actually, that works for 101X. So then Saturday I went as that. Okay. Basically, mm-hmm. same wig, but more of a stonery you, look. You could have rocked a Kurt Cobain look, too, with that yeah. wig. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and the dish, slightly different color beard. Well, Kurt the- Cobain, I would have, like, uh, uh, blown my head out. No, that's a couple's oh, costume. You gotta get someone in there as Corey the Love. Shotgun, yeah. Corey Love. Oh, as a shotgun? No, but no, Emily no. lent me that wig and I didn't want to ruin it. And Please then, of don't course, put fake blood on my wig. The grand finale, Monday, 
shaved my face, dyed mm-hmm. my eyebrows. I'm Emily still very, very styled scared. her wig for me, and uh, went as uh, Damon Targaryen along with our friend Isaac at work, who mm-hmm. uh, went as his uh, nephew, who's on the side of the Greens. If you've seen House of the Dragon, mm-hmm. uh, he had a sword, an eye patch, a cloak. We battled in the conference room, and then Spencer was my dragon. That's right. He wore some dragon wings and they chased were... him away. <laughs> and guess what? Huh. We won. We did. We won best overall costume. Congratulations. Thank you. We did it. Do I get a, a cut of anything? Yeah, I, did I don't wig? think we won a prize, but you're part of no, the team. I think we won a gift card. It's just we're going to have to split it three ways. You know? uh, yeah, so a $20 <laughs> Specs gift card. Hey, that'll work. They have a lot of good cheese there. <laughs> and Emily, you're the one that had the busiest Halloween weekend oh. because you talked about you've got. Tired. You've got. Different parties you got to pick and choose oh, to yeah. go to. You jumped I, off a building. I had to drive you, somewhere. You, you had like weeks. Yeah, you went to Denton. Yeah. You did pumpkin carving. So you yeah. must have had the best Halloween out of all of us, right? Oh, no. Um, It could have been better. And you're younger and cooler. Wow. I know. It could have been better. I'm, I'm disappointed in myself. And, wow. and, and you usually have a much more cheerier like like disposition than I know. me and CJ. Yeah, Jay, so I this know. is your thing. Yeah, and that's the problem. Is it's my thing, but I feel like I didn't do a good job. And I, I just I was so incredibly busy this year. And with South by, I worked 18 days in a row, and I didn't have a day off. And I was just so tired that I had all of these big plans for Halloween that involved me so. Oh, you mean ACL? Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that in- involved me like sewing and making props and doing stuff that I would normally do when I I cosplay, and I didn't have time to do any of it. Wait, so you're saying you're how? Ha- Let's come back and explore this more because oh, you're okay. the one that I thought was going to have the best yeah. Halloween because you're the dress up person. Yeah. You're the young hip person. You're yeah. the party person. Yeah. You're the people with the most friends. I know. <laughs> it's just tiring to live my lifestyle. He's already stalking you. Stalk back at the CJ Morgan Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 101X. Well, Spencer and I had some pretty good Halloweens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And definitely thought Emily would be. Uh, the top, the most fun because you're younger, you're cooler, you're actually getting invited <laughs> to different parties. You had a, you had multiple events on this four day Halloween weekend, essentially. Uh, yeah, and multiple costumes. You have all that crap, but your your Halloween was disappointing. Okay, disappointing is a very very strong word. I wouldn't say disappointing. I did a lot of fun things, but I was I was in a lot of situations where I could have. Okay, let me be honest. I could have been very impressive if I had a nice costume, but because I didn't have a nice costume, people didn't pay attention to me. And then normally, this is my (laughs) season, okay? I'm a cosplayer. People know that. And they're they're like, oh, I wonder what Emily's going to do. She does this all year round. She knows how to style wigs. She knows how to sew, blah, blah, blah. You styled my wig for me. Uh, But I just... I never take enough time for Halloween to really prepare, and this year it just all fell through the cracks. No, and yeah, yeah. I saw on like Saturday or Sunday you were at a party and you just had like cat ears and whiskers. Okay, hey, that was a cute costume. I mean, all right, it was a cute last minute costume. You guys are supposed to not agree with me in Those my ways. Those are all last minute ideas. <laughs> yes, right there. it's not, but it's not very Emily. No, it's, it, it really do. isn't. So Saturday, or, I'm sorry, Friday, uh, that Friday of Halloween week. Weekend, um, I had to jump off of a building. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have to. It was. Dude, it was I saw your story. I was like, oh my god, it looks so yeah. scary. Yeah, I was. Um, I was 
rappelling down the W in the middle of downtown. Oh and for God. a good cause. For, ah. Yeah, for Make-A-Wish. And it was a very, very fun experience. How many stories is that? 37. How long did it take you? 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. no. Thank you. And it was rainy that morning? I was uh, hanging on ooh. a rope alone. Like, they Real don't send some... Yes, they yeah. don't send someone well, down there with you to go down the rope. You're going by yourself. They give you, like, a 20-minute training, you, and that's it. Do you control the speed? Yep. yep. Ugh. Yeah, you control nah, everything. And so at one point I was just, I had like a little panic attack and I was just like, I am swinging up here right now. What if I passed out up here? What would happen? Would somebody come get How me? How would they get you? How would they get me? they're not even close to you. No, no. Oh, oh my gosh. It gave me the shivers just thinking about oh, it. Never mind. But never mind. I, I decided just so it'd be fun and, and goofy and I can make some videos about it uh, that we're going to be posting on all of our social medias that you can see later. Um, I decided to dress up as Spider-Man. More specifically because I have red hair, I was Mary Jane in a Mm. Spider-Man costume, which was cute, great (laughs) idea, but it was just something I bought off of Amazon last minute. Right. It it didn't really do much. You didn't sew it together like a cosplay style. No, I didn't make it. It was just me in a Spider-Man suit. Mm. And then on Saturday, I had to drive to Denton to go to a bachelorette party, but it wasn't like your typical bachelorette party. Very, very chill. It was just they live there. And uh, it was a joint thing, uh, her and her partner. No, no strippers. Um, no, definitely not. Oh, not boo. that kind of thing. Uh, but her and her partner, they have the same friends. All of their friends, it's like a joint gender, like like wedding. So there's boo. there's on people on either side. It's male or female, doesn't matter. It's just like whoever's your friends are going to be huh. there, and they have the same friends. It's a very chill, very relaxed. So you know what. I was going to have a female as one of my best men in my wedding. It was going to be Carissa, my old podcast host and friend of... uh a uh, long time, but you know what, Emily? Hmm. If you keep if you play your cards right, I just might replace her with you. Aww, <laughs> yeah, with take me. That. Yeah, she has two kids and a husband and lives in Waco. I'm not going to go hang out with her. Aww, that's yeah. sweet. That's what yeah. she gets. You know what else would be sweet? <laughs> since huh. uh, since I'm saying I might invite you to my wedding, is that maybe uh, maybe you uh, re- you know throw me an invite to that gumbo giving? That gumbo giving yeah. in the future? Yeah. I'm just saying. Can I be the plus one? Yeah, Spencer always has to go with me everywhere now. <laughs> okay. Okay. So All that's, right, that's your so, yes, yes. So I went so to this Denton felt- thing. I was it was very last minute. I had something planned. I was going to do Kim Possible. Couldn't oh, alter. That's right. I couldn't Emily. alter. I, I'm so disappointed man, now. Just, You're right. I, I you shouldn't be sad about I this. I couldn't. I didn't have time to alter my no. costume. I have everything for it. It just doesn't fit me. It's all too big because I thrifted <sighs> it. So yeah. I ended up last minute going to Spirit Halloween on the Saturday before so it's packed Halloween. and everything's thrown I around. Waited, actually, the one in Denton, incredibly nice Spirit Halloween. It was very, very well put together. Huh. Long Which line. Used to be a bank probably or something cool. And, <laughs> I, and I paid $8 for some cat ears and then I was like, hmm. But then I got excited again because I, I realized that my outfit had a little bit, it was mainly black, but it had a little bit of white. And I was like, wow, I'm, I look like my cat, Lucy. Oh, no. So then I just told people that I was my cat Were you, were you just kind of like old and grumpy? I was a little old and grumpy. Okay. And then when we went to the bars, I mean, everybody in Denton really showed off their Halloween costumes. Town, yeah. There was some guy that was dressed up as a lava lamp. Like, you could tell oh, that he right. took, like, at least a month <laughs> to build this did you lava at least, lamp. Did you bring the twins? The twins? Yeah. Oh, what twins? Oh, I'm not going to use the terminology. Yeah, okay. see. I guess, but last thing. 
Monday, the big costume contest. Yes. The year before, Jason and Nick said, we're not dressing uh, up. Yes. So they both dressed up. You didn't. But yeah, this, they, they tricked me. And they yesterday, said, yeah. big costume contest where yes. you helped me take home first prize. You dressed up as... I forgot that it was Halloween. <laughs> Emily. I had such so a busy... So you were in like sort yeah. of semi-pajama. When you come in in the morning, so Friday com- I had parties, stuff. and Friday I had to jump off a building. Saturday I had to drive to Denton, and then Sunday I, I carved pumpkins. So I had already done all of the Halloween things that by the time that it, get, it got to Monday, I woke up, went to work, and the first thing that the security guard said to me was, why aren't you in costume? And I said, um, why would I be in costume? And he goes, it's Halloween. And I was like, oh, oh. no. This is year two that I forgot just, to dress okay, up just at in work. case, remember, I've got a hat basket and a costume basket downstairs For in the basement. For next time? Yes. yes. In case oh. you need something in a pinch. Congratulations, Austin. You made another top ten list. Woohoo! <laughs> This could be good. It could be not good. I'm going to say with the prices of rent and stuff, maybe not, because we are one of the top places where millennials moved in 2021. So last year after the pandemic, people our age, millennials still coming and visiting. Why? I don't know. Yeah. What's what's up with that? It's it's still more expensive. It keeps going up. Why are you here? I love Austin. I've enjoyed living here uh, since I was a child visiting. I've always wanted to move and be here. But it does get frustrating. It is miserably hot. Uh, the traffic is bad. It's overpopulated. It's expensive. But let's see where the top places millennials are moving in 2021, starting with number 10, Nashville, Tennessee. Wow. Nashville often considered the Austin of uh, country music of the East, the bachelorette capital of the world. Oh, I've heard that. Good. Yeah, they can have I like that. that. I don't need that. Uh, number nine, <laughs> Tampa, Florida. Number eight, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Sure, both beaches. Love it. Number seven, Salt Lake City, Utah. Gorgeous, beautiful Utah. Why not? Sure. Number six, Henderson, Nevada. I'm guessing that's got to be somewhere near Vegas. Yeah, that's weird. What's up with that? I've never heard of Henderson, Nevada. I'm pretty sure that's close by. Let's Google it. Oh, good idea. Henderson, Nevada is on the map. Research. It is, yes, very close to, it's actually a suburb of Las Vegas. Okay, hop in a skip away. Right there by the Sloan Canyon National Conservation Area. Man, I've always wondered what Vegas was like, not on the Strip, because that's all the reason we go there for. And I'm like, huh, I wonder what the real lifestyles are like of the people there. I have a couple of friends that live in Vegas, and other than work, they avoid the Strip in any Uh, Vegas area. Dude, so would I. Number five. Jacksonville, Florida. Apparently, we have Florida man Kyle who listens uh, to the sports show in the Morning X, and uh, he said that's the place to be in Florida. That's where the party is. You're on the good side of it. You're not in the swampland. A lot of people move in there. Number four, Raleigh, North Carolina. Another city I hear a lot about. Okay. Number three, Dallas, Texas. Wow. Way to go, Dallas. That leaves Austin as either number two or number one, and the number two place... Expensive, great food, a lot of young people, Sure, great drinks, nightlife, uh-huh. sports teams. Number two is Denver, Colorado. We did it, Denver, uh, good for you. That means Austin is the number one wow. city, number one, where millennials moved in 2021. A good chunk of people did move out, as a matter of fact. That's how we edged out uh, Denver. Denver had <laughs> 25,000 people that moved in. But 16,000 that moved out for a Ooh. net of about 9,000 Austin, Texas. 23,965 people moved in the year 2021. Millennials, I guess, of course. Uh, Only 13,000, 3,000 less, uh, 13,421 moved out of Austin for a net gain 
of 10,544 oh. humans, millennial humans in 2011. Yeah. Uh, y'all have roommates? How are you, how are you making this happen? Uh, let me tell you. I can tell when I get on the ding highway after work, man. <laughs> All yeah. the extra people. Go away. Or don't. Whatever. I guess that's more people listen to radio, more traffic, yeah. more humans. See? There he goes. The, tell a friend. The bright side. CJ Show on 101X. Did you know? Well, you're about to. It's the segment where we help you learn things and learn things uh, of actual use. For instance, if you're at a nice cocktail party, did you know Richard Johnson, the ninth, the ninth vice president of the U.S., was in a relationship uh, with an indentured servant he inherit, inherited named Julia Chen. It was illegal to marry a person of such status, but he openly acknowledged her as his common law wife, and they had two daughters. Good old so, Dick Johnson. Good Dick, Dick Johnsons will always do something like that. That's probably the only reason this made it into, is because his name's yeah, Dick Johnson. Like, it seems Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? Let's find out. Uh, we talked about Halloween stuff yesterday. The Milky Way. Not uh. the candy of the galaxy. There are more trees on Earth then there are stars in the Milky Way galaxy, approximately 3.4 trillion trees versus 100 to 400 billion stars. Wow, that wow. must be an exciting fact for to dogs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just like both. Yeah, I just imagine knowing that, I mean, all those places that you get to pee. <laughs> Did you know 75% of the world's food? Is Jenna, I think we've done this one before. Uh, tell me and I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, 75% of our food comes from only 12 plants and yeah. five animal you species. You have done this before. Well, now you know twice. You know what else you've done? It's what? the same lazy thing where you didn't even read over the stuff you collected. Uh, uh, yeah, very true. But uh, did you know uh, Closing Time by the band Semisonic no, is no, actually no, about a no. baby being born? You, you CJ, you've mm. done that one around 50. It almost. You've done that fact more times than there are trees on this planet. <laughs> Did you know, speaking of music, uh, Semisonic has no other songs. <laughs> uh, no, Daryl Hall. Did you know Daryl Hall and John Oates always hated the name Hall and Oates? That's why all their album covers featured their first and last names. Did not know that. Now you do. Did you know, this off the top of my head, Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel, known as Simon and Garfunkel. Obviously, Simon went on to have a, a great solo career. And people always thought Art Garfunkel uh, just kind of the loser of the band, the guy that didn't do much. But did you know Art Garfunkel was actually a very successful actor that starred in a lot of movies that had uh, Oscar nominations and whatnot? Um, he was... He was he was good. He was legit. And where did you read that on Art Garfunkel's webpage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Art. They did that big Central Park concert um, to kind of bring the people back together in New York, and uh, they thought about getting back together and doing things. But apparently, Paul Simon, did you know, bit of a control freak, yeah. and hated uh, that Art Garfunkel still smoked cigarettes and liked to smoke joints. And right. and with the music, like uh, Simon was like, I don't want to make money. It's for the art. And Art Garfunkel was like, No. I want to make money. Also, I want to act in movies. I want to be a celebrity. Kind of the weird uh, dynamic between uh, those two. Shame. Creative differences. Speaking of New York, did you know thongs became a thing <laughs> all the way back in New York City in 1939 when the mayor told strippers they had to wear underwear? So, of course, what an ass. something as small. Hey, hey, there you go. No, the mayor. <laughs> Don't say that about politicians. Come on, man. Uh, last but not least... Did you know 
Scrabble came out in 1938. It was when actually... the mayor said that strippers had to learn how to spell. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. <laughs> Thank it's you. It's true because they heard it. it on the radio. No. <laughs> Keep wedding speeches simple, stupid. <laughs> It's time for us to render a verdict as to who is today's person behaving badly and being a uh, attendee at many weddings, being someone who has married people or organized said weddings. Uh, I got to say, when you're giving a best man speech, a mom dad speech, or whatever speech, keep it really simple and quick. Sure. Uh, the longer you drone on, the more bored people get, the more chances there are for you to put your foot in your mouth, yeah. and things can just overall become awkward. CJ, what would you say the perfect length of that type of speech would be? No longer than, what, two minutes? I mean, I would, say less? I would say three to five minutes. Okay, I good. think that's appropriate. Just curious. Three to five. Spitball uh, here. That would be the, the number one tip, because I think that's good enough to respect the moment. It's also supposed to be someone's very special day, and, and for you to give the speech. Also, it's a big deal for you. So, yeah, yeah uh, I think three to five is appropriate. Another tip, write it down, plan it out. Don't wing it. No, um, unless you have a lot of practice winging it and you're just an orator already. Yeah, but, but but even then, I would say a wedding's different because we've all probably seen comedians, yeah. radio people, improv people wing a speech, and it doesn't go the way you think and it's going to go. Here's the thing. You've added potentially a little bit of alcohol, a little bit of booze to your situation. You're going to throw you off. Not to mention you're probably tired. Um, there's been a lot going on. So it's, it's a whole thing. Uh, as an expert, I would say no matter who you are, plan it out. It's also not about you, so you shouldn't be winging it. Um, But there is a speech that has gone viral, and it's absolutely, it says here, I haven't listened to it, it's a white woman giving a cringeworthy wedding speech to a mixed couple, a bride and groom. The more she talks, the more she brings up race. So let's hear if this is today's person (laughs) behaving badly, shall we? Yeah. Hi, I'm Shannon. I don't quite know Anthony that well, but Tracy talked about you, like, nonstop. (laughs) Seriously. And she'd be like, oh, Anthony. I could tell that was like sort of edited to get like a little bit shorter. Yeah, right? there were a bit of slap cuts in there. Oh, and and sounds like the, she was probably pausing a lot. You think she improvised that? It sounds like it does. Uh, um, I'm oh, watching man. the video now, and it's about <laughs> two minutes long. Um, it is a uh, a white woman. She's very blonde and pretty in her dress, and just keeps going and just like I'm, kid- I'm, I'm kidding, but really, first of all, it's I'm just, kidding. It's just not a good speech. Not a good speech at all. But also, like, don't make that many. You maybe have one or two good jokes, but the rest sure. of it's supposed to be sweet, nice, and quick. And you can see in the audience that it's it's a predominantly like 
African-American family. There's there's a lot of black people there, and oh, she no. clearly keeps bringing up race and bringing uh, up things and trying to do voices. She's, and she's trying to make her, I don't know, like maybe she's uncomfortable with these people? That's, that's it seems up. like it, right? Like, why would <laughs> so you even... She's, so in, she's trying to break the ice, maybe, but, but it's not why? working. In 2022, why do you even need to address that? I don't know. Like, it's very she, bizarre <sighs> that she continually, like, makes that the focus of the speech. Maybe she's never met a black person. She's from such a small town, she's never met black people. That's the only defense I can think of playing devil's advocate here. I don't know. It's super cringy, and (laughs) she is obviously, for so many reasons, today's person behaving badly. One, don't be... I mean, I don't even know if I call this semi-racist, but but clearly points out that fact many, 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 many times that Oof. it's a biracial couple. And then, like, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just like, your speech wasn't anything good about having a speech. Yeah. You're drunk and you winged it, and you're in a church doing it. Oof. <laughs> ADD Radio. CJ Morgan on. Wait. One word, Benjamin. Plastics. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Matt Beard's here for Weird or Wired, referencing the uh, the classic, one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, Paul Simon actually, uh, when asked if he wanted to be a part of that, he first very much didn't want to. He didn't want to be popular. Say what it is, because you're confusing people. Uh, the Graduate. There you yeah, go. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I figured everyone knows that's from The Graduate. I think Dustin so. Hoffman, classic movie, but yeah, it's... It's, it's, it's a little old. Yeah, I think you would be surprised. My daughter, who's 12, does not know what that means. Yeah. Uh, but plastics, a big part of the world. Also a big part of the world. What do we do with plastics? Because they are breaking down. It takes a very long time. They may break down where you can't see them, but the microplastics we're learning about are creating a whole other wave of problems. Well, move over, plastics. Now we got something better. <gasps> There is a new kind of plastic that's out there, and I can tell you right now, I'm excited about it. You don't want anything made out of trees, right? Because if you ever tried to drink through a paper straw, I understand we want to take care of the turtles, but... 10 seconds after taking a drink and that thing collapses under its own weight and you're like, this straws taste weird and get mold. Yeah. So there's a new plastic straw out, and it is made from... Jolly Ranchers. No, trees. Trees. Oh, tight. But they have found a way and a process to make a wood-based plastic alternative. And this stuff is kind of amazing. So you're sucking on wood. Are you proud of yourself? Very much. Right here. Thank you, Smith. I'm proud of you. It's clear. It's clear. So They're you taking can see the veins? Stop. No, I was, no, was going to do a liquid. Uh, okay. Never mind. Go ahead. We're being serious. This is our I technology to be serious, segment. Okay. So you're sucking liquid out of this. So you're sucking juice through this wood, right? Yeah. Now, is the liquid clear or is it a certain color? That depends. Like if you're drinking milk, it would be kind of, I guess, like a milky color or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Guys, it's kind of obvious. It's science. Yeah. Milkshake, sure. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Or um, or if you were having like almond, like some kind of nut juice like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Drinking that through the wood. Mm. Delicious. I would you refer to it as that instead of milk? It's very earthy. Accurate. Yeah. So this new stuff, it's flexible, it's moldable, it's see-through, just like traditional petroleum plastics, but rather being derived from uh, fossil fuels, it's actually made from mostly trees. I know you're panicking right now. People are like, whoa, we're going to just start cutting down millions of trees. We actually already do cut down millions of trees. And the biggest problem with deforestation is not that we cut down the trees, because the logging industry actually helps us plant. They 
it is in their best benefit to plant tons and tons of trees. Uh, We are missing some old growth trees, but there actually is a lot of growth out there. The problem we're having right now is things like, oh, the Amazon, where we're clear cutting, and we're not clear cutting those trees for the wood. We're clear cutting to make room for For farming. Farming and cows and cattle. Oh, and then I mean. yeah, yeah. cattle uh, give ranching. out toots, and then the toots Oof. destroys the atmosphere. I know. It's a shame. <laughs> it is. Destroys the atmosphere underneath the sheets, you know what I'm saying? It does. <laughs> Poor dogs. Anyway, I'm super excited about this. They think it could make it to the market very, very soon. Please. Um, it does not have the same amount of... Um, uh, pollution that manufacturing plastics does. When it biodegrades, it biodegrades very quickly, and they think that it's 10,000 times less impactful on the environment than wow. even a single plastic straw. That's good. Uh, I mean, you'd have to make a plastic straw out of the wood straw plastic. Like, you can't just take all those plastics and then say it's the same as... You know what I mean, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Makes sure. sense. Five things to look forward to in... Our month of November. It's November 1st, and I do like these lists. It's Clickbait Corner, where we click through it just for you. And yeah, a lot of good stuff happening, as we know, around the holidays, movies, TV shows. It's when they put out the cream of the crop, right? Oh, yeah. And it's getting chilly-ish, kind of. Sure. <laughs> it, I looks, mean... it looks like it's supposed to be right now, but it's still like in the 60s, uh, 70s. It fluctuates here. You know, we've lived here, so we're used to we, it. We get yeah. it. Uh, but here we go. Five things to look forward to in November. Ooh, Number wee. one, the biggest shopping days of the year coming up. Black oh. Friday, Cyber Monday, uh. all kinds of good deals on holiday gifts. I'm not looking forward to that. I That's hate stressful. Em. Hate them. I've Very. been to a Black Friday event. Hated it. Never going back. Now, sure, it was fun looking around at all the people. People watching was fun. But actually parking, going in, parking, risking ha- your uh, life. Yeah. No, thank you, Not man. Cool. Cyber Monday? Sure. But I'm at home. Also, I noticed on Cyber Monday, and I think we've done stories about this before, discounts aren't really discounts. Right. They just leave it at a price and then underneath say, it was this price. Like, it's sure. only $40, and then they'll put $55.55. Like, no, no, no. It was never fifty five fifty five. Yeah. Tricksters. Uh, I guess the good thing, number two of uh, stuff to look forward to in November. Okay. In movies, we've got all kinds of stuff coming out. The uh, Weird Al Yankovic, Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Sweet, which I is hear kind it's of good. A meta parody of itself starring Daniel Radcliffe hits uh, Roku Friday. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, also cool. hitting theaters next Friday. I can't wait to see that, and it's, it's going to be interesting because as a fan of, of uh, Black Panther, I want to see how they... Uh, take Chadwick Boseman's yeah. character and just you know yeah. g- go on from there. Same here. So uh, one of one of the better of of the Marvels, I do believe. Uh, okay, there's a sequel to a Christmas story called A Christmas Story Christmas on uh, HBO Max. Is that necessary? We'll I don't find know. out. <laughs> uh, Enchanted Damn, also dude. has a sequel, Dischanted, on Disney Plus on the 18th. Uh, we're going to have Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell in a musical Christmas carol called Spirited. Uh, maybe uh, I'm not excited about all these movies. And uh, uh, Steven Spielberg's uh, uh, Fablemans opens ooh, up on the I don't know 23rd. what that is. I'm doing research on that. I, you know, I love me some classic Spielberg, so maybe this maybe will be Maybe that'll fun. be good. Uh, let's go to TV. Number three on things to look forward to in November this might be a little more interesting. Season five of The Crown is back on Netflix. Ooh. The season finale of Handmaid's Tale <gasps> no way. around uh, on the 9th. Cool. And then, of course, the return season five of Yellowstone premieres on Paramount Plus uh, November yes. 13th. Need to reactivate that account, I guess. <laughs> uh, HBO's four-part minis- miniseries called Shaq starts on the 23rd. 
I'll watch that. I like Shaq a lot. Me too, man. Interesting dude. Hated him when he played for uh, the Heat and the Lakers. Oh, man. But that's just because they went against my team. He was a bit of a prankster. So. Yeah, but he's a you fun feel, dude. I feel like you guys would get along, you know. I think we little, would. Little stinkers. Uh, Adam's Family spinoff Wednesday uh, on Netflix on the 23rd. Oh, yeah, that's and right. And then we brought this up on the Nerd Report last week. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on the 25th on mm. Disney+. Plus. And here's what I'm actually excited about. You know I love a sword and sorcery 80s fantasy. It's the return of Willow. Disney+. Really? Plus, November oh. 30th, Willow. Oh, okay, they're not remaking it. They're just putting it back on. It's a series. No, no. no way. They're redoing what? an entire Willow series. Oh, crazy. I forgot you weren't here. We did this on the Nerd Report a while back, and oh. it was just Emily, and she was like, what? And I'm like, Willow! Willow yeah. off good. Come on, man. Warwick Davis. Uh, no Val Kilmer in that. No Mad Mardigan, unfortunately. Uh, which, well. You know, obviously. Uh, <laughs> number four on things to look forward to in November. Award shows. Don't care. CMA Awards. Boo. Grammy nominees. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Boo. American Music Awards. Don't care. So and boring. last but not least, uh, we have Veterans Day, Thanksgiving, and Daylight Saving Times in Sunday. Wow. So we gain an hour of sleep. Do not like Daylight Savings Time. It what should a, never mm. be fall back. It should stay in spring forward. I love having dumb debates with coworkers. Um, Spencer, I want to, I'm going to show you a photo yes. of a dog piss stain that's been etched into the carpet right next to your production room uh, in this building for a long time. Uh, what does that look like to you? you? Like You know how you look at the clouds and you can kind of see... What something might be? What is that to you? Huh? It looks a little bit. I can see stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, really? It looks very. Yeah, I just tweeted it out. I said, "What do you see in this dog piece?" Either that or just I some... see an imperial stormtrooper yeah, helmet. Yeah. Uh, I've, some people have said the predator. They've said uh, the alien from. Uh, um, American Dad, Voldemort. So I, I just oh. love that this has been here, and I've been asking everyone at work uh, what they see in it so kinda far. Kind of see but, Voldemort a little bit. Uh, yeah, it, it's definitely uh, a menacing stain. I mean, it's just got the sort of it's kind of scary looking eyes and, and, the and face, a, and a the mouth. mouth that is pouting downwards. Yeah. Like it's not smiling; it's the opposite. He's ready to to to, to, to subjugate us all. Exactly. Scary. Some and some dog don't Huge. know who it is <laughs> laid it out for us and now so anyway, we're all gonna die. You've been you've been debating with people like about this. I just been asking what they think oh, it okay, is because okay. to me it's clearly a stormtrooper helmet, which is sure. why I didn't want to say that to you first because then you would immediately see a stormtrooper helmet. You gotta you gotta ask people without suggesting what it might. Yeah, be. Yeah, you don't want to uh, you know Chris Nolan inception them essentially give them the idea first. So no, no. It was between that or just like a weird. You know, scary alien yeah, but face. But you definitely I, I see I a face, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, definitely a face. Uh, the Predator? I don't know about that. Okay. Couldn't uh, tell. Couldn't tell, man. I guess we're going to go debate this more. If you want to see at the CJ Morgan on Twitter, you can interact with the show there. Specifically, what do you see in the pee stain yeah. in the carpet? What is it? What might it be? Dude, yeah. Whoa. It'll be fun to explore. Let's find out. It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM Pewda Austin. 101X.